It's the Heartland at 100 CHAB. Here's Rob Carney. It's the Friday, September 17th edition of the Heartland at Noon, brought to you by Purposed Financial and Heritage Insurance, working together to serve you better. Today, COVID-19. We're back to what was the new normal with mandatory masking in effect in Saskatchewan today for all indoor public spaces. And proof of vaccinations and or proof of a negative COVID test will soon be needed if we want to continue to enjoy entertainment and recreation options. Premier Scott Moe mapped it out in detail yesterday. We'll share his address with you on the Heartland at Noon today. The opposition NDP not exactly applauding the government action. Oh, they're in favor. But they've been calling for action for weeks. Reaction today from NDP leader Ryan Miley. The kids can still play, although spectators will be required to wear masks. And that's good news for the Moose Jaw Minor Hockey Association. Getting ready for another season. We'll get an update from President Chris Flanagan. Oh, and lunch on until 1 o'clock today. Burgers, hot dogs, and cold soda pops at Canadian Tire. As quality in and sweets in Moose Jaw serve up the lunch looking for donations to the Riverside Mission. Lisa Schenner from Quality Inn and Suites will be on the show with the details. It's on until 1 o'clock at Canadian Tire. This and more coming up on the Heartland of News. You're listening to 800 CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Discover Moose Jaw News for Ivermain Place. Small town life is great when you're surrounded by people with big hearts. Contact today for senior living opportunities at Ivermain Place Central Butte. Good afternoon, I'm Haley Shirky. The Saskatchewan Teachers Federation is becoming more and more anxious with the rising COVID-19 numbers, especially in children under the age of 11. STF President Patrick Mays is concerned and is calling for the government to make vaccines mandatory for eligible students and teachers. The numbers that we're seeing in kids under 11 in our schools who have COVID, now that they finally started uh, segregating that information and reporting it, uh, that's alarming. And those are kids who aren't eligible yet for vaccines, and we have a higher duty uh, in order to keep those, those students safe. Mays also says that he has little faith in the government due to the lack of guidance they've given for schools. The annual Terry Fox Run is taking place this Sunday across the country, honoring the memory of Terry Fox, all while raising money for cancer research. Those looking to attend in person can meet in Waccamaw between 10 and 1 on Sunday, register, make a donation, then they can walk or run anywhere in the park. You can also make a donation online and take a walk or run on your own in Fox's memory. Organizer of the event, Craig Hemingway. Terry's motto was give what you can, right? He was looking for a dollar from every Canadian when he did his marathon of hope. If we had a dollar from every Moose Javen, we'd have around $35,000. All that money goes directly to the Terry Fox Foundation for cancer research. And if not a cure, can we extend the life? And, and through Fox Foundation, the survival rate for cancer is increasing. More information can be found at terryfox.org. Acting Mayor Don Looning has released a proclamation in Moose Jaw. The week of September 20th to September 26th is Bullying Elimination Week. In the proclamation, Looning states that bullying has a massive effect on youth and can cause death in extreme cases. However, she says there is always hope for the victims and they are not alone. She is encouraging people to express themselves freely during this week, whether that be wearing bold clothing or other creative outlets, in order to show bullies that they are not afraid and not alone. 
Premier Scott Moe says the patience with those who have chosen not to get vaccinated has run out. New measures aimed at curbing the spread of COVID-19 were announced yesterday. Effective September the 17th, we will be introducing an interim mandatory masking order. It will be applicable in all public indoor spaces. The order is targeted to bring, be lifted in late October, at which time a full proof of vaccination will be, or negative test policy will have been implemented for about three to four weeks. The proof of vaccination policy is set to take effect on October 1st. He says it will apply to several businesses, establishments and event venues while excluding several services that are necessary for everyone to access. You can read more on discovermoosejaw.com. The provincial government is reporting 439 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday, 391 recoveries and one new death. Of the new cases, seven are in the south-central zone, 28 are in Regina, 124 are in Saskatoon, and 62 are in the northwest zone. 4,064 cases are considered active, and 81 cases are in the south-central zone. 218 people have been hospitalized, including 170 receiving inpatient care, and 40 are in the ICU. The Moose Jaw Crystal Meth Strategy Committee is hosting a Lunch and Learn next week, on September 23rd at 12 p.m. through Zoom. President Mary Lee Booth. It features two people. One is a, a mother of a young woman who started using uh, crystal meth when she was 16 but is now in recovery. And it also features um, a person who works at Saskatchewan Health Authority, Mental Health and Addiction Services. They'll talk about resources and methods on how to help an addict recover. You can register for the event by emailing Della at jonesparkview.com. And now, the Golden West Radio Money Scope for Aaron Rustin of Purposed Financial, bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is down 99 points. The Dow Jones is down 125 points. The NASDAQ is down 116 points. And the Canadian dollar is down at 78.52 cents U.S. And do you have a story to share? Click Submit News on discovermoosejaw.com. Unionized nurses across the country are holding a National Day of Action to bring attention to labor shortages in the health care system. Nova Scotia Nurses Union President Janet Hazelton says the situation in her province is reaching a critical point in long-term and acute care, with about 1,100 vacancies for registered nurses. Hazelton says many nurses are facing burnout as they pull longer shifts and have fewer vacations and days off. Minnesota's Department of Natural Resources has ordered Calgary-based Enbridge to pay more than $3 million. It says the company violated state environmental laws by digging too deeply and piercing a groundwater aquifer during construction of the Line 3 oil pipeline, causing a 90.8 million litre groundwater leak. The department has ordered Enbridge to put $2.7 million into escrow for restoration and damage to nearby wetlands, pay $300,000 to mitigate the lost groundwater, and pay $250,000 for long-term monitoring of the wetlands. A day after it failed to buy Kansas City Southern, CN Rail has announced plans to cut capital spending. The Montreal-based railway has released a new strategic plan to boost its profits, saying it expects to reduce capital expenditures to 17% of revenue in 2022 as a result of the current good condition of its network. On Monday, British-based TCI Fund Management intends to ask for a special meeting of CN shareholders for the purpose of, quote, refreshing the railway's board 
and replacing CEO Jean-Jacques Rouet. One of just 11 surviving copies of the U.S. Constitution is set to be auctioned off in November. It's the only copy that remains in private hands and is expected to sell for up to $20 million U.S. I'm Pam Fedek. Now, Discover Moose Jaw Sports. Looking for their second straight preseason win, our Moose Jaw Warriors are on the road to Swift Current this afternoon. They'll play the Broncos tonight, and those same two teams will be playing at Mosaic Place tomorrow night. Warriors are 1-0 and after they top Brandon 3-1 on Tuesday. And just a reminder, you will need a mask if you want to attend tomorrow night's game at Mosaic Place. High school football action this weekend features one game in Moose Jaw. The 1-0 Central Cyclones take on the 0-1 Peacock Tornadoes. That's a 1 o'clock start at Guthridge Field tomorrow. Also in the local high school league this weekend, the Vanier Vikings will be in Swift Current to play the Colts tomorrow. Esteban hosting Weyburn Eagles tonight. Kinsman Moose Jaw Minor Football tonight. U-12 division action has the Spartans up against the Lions at 6 o'clock. And then it's under the Friday night lights in the U-14 division. The Vikings will tangle with the Raiders at 8 o'clock. Everyone attending is asked to bring a donation of a non-perishable food item tonight to support the local food bank. All the action down at McDonald Field on Hamilton Flats. CFL doubleheader tonight. Hamilton hosting Calgary and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are hoping for a win after losing two in a row to Winnipeg. They host the Toronto Argonauts. Game time tonight, 7.45. NFL action last night. Washington beat the New York Giants 30-29, thanks to a last-second field goal. And the Blue Jays are at home tonight, opening up a three-game series against the Minnesota Twins. The Jays go into the weekend tied for the American League wildcard spot with the Boston Red Sox. The Jays are 13-2 and this month. Now, your Discover Moose Jaw weather. Well, this morning the forecast said a gusty wind. Uh, it's not quite up yet, but they're still saying a mix of sun and cloud and the wind increasing south 30, gusting to 50. High 19. Partly cloudy tonight, the low 10. Tomorrow, sunny. Wind southwest at 30, gusting to 50. High 31 degrees. Sunday, a mix of sun and cloud. High 20. Monday, mix of sun and cloud, 17. Tuesday, sunny and warm with a high of 20. Yesterday's high in Moose Jaw was 17. Normal high at this time of year, 18. Normal low, 4. Record high, 34 degrees, said in 2009. Record low, minus 4 in 1959. Sun came up at 641. The sun goes down at 712. There was a frost advisory overnight for Moose Giant area. Our low was plus 1. Uh, the cold spot in Saskatchewan this morning, Val Marie hit minus 4. This hour, Moose Jaw 13 degrees. Regina 12, Assiniboia Gravelberg 15, Rock Glen Coronac 15, Swift Current 12, Elbow 12, Davidson Watrous 11. Once again, Assiniboia 15, Regina 12, and with the wind out of the south at 17 and the relative humidity at 45%, it's 13 degrees in Moose Jaw. From World Weather Incorporated, here's 800 CHAB Agriculture Weather Specialist Drew Lerner. Frost and freezes were reported in portions of Saskatchewan this morning. Val Marie was minus four. I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner for the Golden West Radio Network. The coldest air seems to have been focused mostly on the western part of the province as expected. No big surprises. The minus four at Val Marie was the coldest reading, but we had several others that were down to minus three and uh, even minus two. So there were a number of areas that did experience the cold. Now, as we go forward, 
forward through the next 24 hours, some of the cooler air will still be with us, but a wind switch is expected to take place, and that will prevent the eastern parts of the region from getting nearly as cold as it was in the west. So we are expecting a big warm-up to occur during the afternoon today as the south winds kick in. Wind speeds will likely get into the 25 to 40 kilometer per hour sustained speeds, and then gusts will likely be between 40 and 60. The greatest wind will likely occur in west-central through south-central parts of the province, and we'll expect the wind to stay with us into the evening, but as we go through the night, the winds will lighten up, and that's because of an approaching low-pressure system coming out of Alberta and moving into the western portions of Saskatchewan. The storm system, though, has no moisture to work with, and so there will not be much, if any, precipitation associated with it. A few spits and spats of moisture are possible, maybe Saturday night going into Sunday morning, but the moisture is just not likely to be very impressive at all. We'll have a better chance for some shower activity to occur Sunday night going into Monday, but the storm system we mentioned yesterday that will impact Manitoba and maybe the southeast corner of Saskatchewan looks weaker today, and so less precipitation is probably going to come from that. We will see another shot of cool air, though, come in behind that weather system, and so as we go from Monday morning all the way out through about Wednesday morning of next week, we may have some other bouts of light frost. No hard freezes, though, are currently expected unless we can get a strong surface high pressure center to evolve. The bottom line is most afternoon temperatures are going to be in the teens and lower 20s, with the exception of this afternoon, when middle and upper 20s are possible across a fair amount of the province from the central into the southern areas. And we may still be somewhat warm in the southeast half of the region on Saturday afternoon, with similar temperatures possible. In fact, a couple of readings, maybe around 30 degrees, will occur in the southeast corner. After that, though, we will see notable cooling. For the Golden West Radio Network, I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner. Tim here with Young's Equipment. Get more. 20% more capacity, 30% more speed, 70% more flex. The all-new Macdon FT2 gives you more of everything you need for harvesting performance. From the company that brought you the original flex draper. Call your local Young's Equipment location or visit youngs.ca. Bigger, faster, flexier. Get more with the MacDon FD2 Flex Draper. Hamburgers, hot dogs, and a bunch of prizes all in support of Riverside Mission. I'm Nick Myers, uh, broadcasting for Quality Inn and Suites. They're hosting an amazing fundraising barbecue today from Canadian Tire. And uh, all the money, right up till 1 o'clock, will go to Riverside Mission. Uh, Riverside Mission, part of Souls Harbor. We have Joe from Souls Harbor here. Uh, Joe, what are the biggest needs that uh, Riverside Mission has? Well, the needs for us are, they're always the same. Uh, what we need is, I, I should preface this, that by saying our biggest need is always volunteers, but with a big capitalized B, given COVID, given the regulations, given the pandemic, we haven't been able to utilize volunteers the way that we have in the past. We've had to make sure that our guests are safe, our staff are safe, that the volunteers are safe. So volunteers really are the backbone uh, of what we do. Uh, from a Souls Harbor perspective, uh, I have 43 employees, but we have thousands of volunteers. And so volunteers are a big part of what we do. And hopefully once we really get the pandemic addressed in a proper manner, we'll return to that need and get those volunteers. Other than that, uh, we're always 
in need of food. We're in need of uh, the basic meat products like uh, hamburger, hams, turkeys. And then, you know, this time of year, uh, if you can get any hail damage, then we're always welcoming garden produce, you know, potatoes, carrots, cabbage, those kinds of things. So food, volunteers, and then, of course, financial resources as well, donations uh, help us pay the bills and keep the keep the keep the lights on the barbecue is on till one o'clock today here at canadian tire again thanks to our friends at quality inn and sweets come stop by have some lunch have a chance to win some prizes and support riverside mission This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. Road Report from My Addictions Clothing Boutique in the Town & Country Mall. New fall fashions have arrived, small to 2XL. Well, it'll be busy going in and out of Regina. Ryder game tonight at Mosaic Stadium, so expect extra traffic in and out of the Queen City. Shrine Club, show Shrine and Cruise tomorrow night. Marie GM, 6.30 it starts. Music to follow with the Uncoolest. And then the big draw for the Mellow Yellow Plymouth Prowler tomorrow night. That's exciting. You can still get tickets for that Prowler and 50-50 tickets from the Shriners and at Marie GM. Let's drop in and see Derek. Toy Run tomorrow afternoon in Moose Jaw. We'll see... Hundreds of motorcycle enthusiasts out ripping up Main Street tomorrow afternoon. And just a reminder, downtown intersection upgrades are underway at the intersection of High Street and First Avenue Northwest. Traffic still flowing, but be careful. Traffic could be restricted at that busy intersection. Now, today's Paul Martin commentary. Another of the major banks has issued its updated quarterly economic forecast for the province. And this one from Scotiabank's economics unit is somewhat more muted than the first one to come out a few days ago. Scotia sees growth of four. 4.4% for Saskatchewan this year. That is three quarters of a point stronger than the one we received from Royal Bank. However, Scotia's not so upbeat about the rebound we can expect next year. They see 3.6%, while RBC had us nudging 6 well, that's quite a spread, and the difference may lie in the way the two looked at agriculture. Scotia didn't even mention the drought in their quarterly update. RBC led with that fact, something that will pull back the 2021 performance while setting the stage for a stronger rebound next year if growing conditions are more normalized. Scotia did, though, highlight non-agricultural commodities, noting that we have benefited from increased oil prices and output, as well as renewed potash mining and shipments, alongside more activity in the uranium sector, where prices are rising. I'm Paul Martin. Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. The best way to start your weekend is at Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Every Saturday on Langdon Crescent from 8 to 1. Rain or shine, bring your family to Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Strike up some fun this weekend at the South Hill Bowling Center. Rock and Glow Bowling is back Friday and Saturday nights and Saturday afternoons. Knock down some pins with your friends and family. South Hill Bowling. Call 693-0955 to book your spot. At Bear, obstacle is opportunity. We learn from the past. We innovate, like adding Buteo Start to our DeKalb Canola to fight against flea beetles. Our next-generation DeKalb TruFlex Canola with Roundup Ready and Liberty Link technologies offer herbicide flexibility. Plus, you get enhanced pod integrity for straight cutting with confidence. Depend on DeKalb Canola for an easier, faster, smoother harvest. DeKalb, the seed for every season. 
Always follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. You're listening to 800 CHAB along with us at LBBD Auto Body. Hi, I'm Terry, and we are proud to say that we now have the highest level of accreditation for safe and quality collision repair in town. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. The time for patience is now over. Province reintroducing masking and vaccine mandates. That's the headline on Discover Moose Jaw today. Premier Scott Moe was on the Heartland at Noon yesterday as we shared his social media message, which was issued in advance of his news conference yesterday afternoon, where he issued the mandatory mask order for all indoor public spaces as of today. And he mapped out the plan for us, all of us, to have proof of vaccination as we move into autumn and winter. Good afternoon, everyone, and uh, thank you for joining us here today. Last Friday, I had announced several measures our government is taking to begin to address the pressure that the Saskatchewan health care system is currently experiencing. And we continue to see pressures, to see that pressure increase on our system as Saskatchewan now does face the fourth wave of COVID, the COVID-19 pandemic. Since Friday, we have experienced record case counts and our hospitalizations have risen to near record loads. Uh, Now we are at 218 residents in hospital, 48 of those in our intensive care units. These hospitalization metrics are not far from where we peaked in previous waves of the COVID-19 pandemic. And in the weeks ahead, we could very well exceed those previous peaks experienced during uh, those previous waves that we had experienced, placing tremendous pressure on our health care system. But unlike previous waves, this wave of the pandemic is being driven almost entirely by one group, the unvaccinated. Over the past few weeks, we have released daily data that clearly demonstrates just this fact. New cases are overwhelmingly in unvaccinated people. Hospitalizations are also overwhelmingly in those that are not vaccinated. Our hope was that by presenting this clear evidence, that those that had chosen to this point to be unvaccinated would make the right choice and they would go out and get vaccinated. Some did, by all means, and some are yet today. But many have not yet, and we have been very patient. The government of Saskatchewan has been very patient. Possibly we have been too patient, and that time for patience is now over. The choice to not get vaccinated is not just affecting you, it is now seriously impacting those and those that had made a different choice. It is affecting their ability in many cases to go to school and enjoy every day of life. It's impacting those that are not yet eligible for a vaccine. It's affecting people's ability to get access to medical services and to surgeries. And it's prolonging this pandemic for everyone. The choice to not get vaccinated is creating consequences, yes, for others. And now it, unfortunately, is going to create consequences for you. Today, our government is announcing a proof of vaccination or negative test requirement, along with the introduction of an interim mandatory masking requirement. Effective Friday, September the 17th, that would be tomorrow, an interim public health order will be in effect requiring the use of non-medical masks in all indoor public spaces in Saskatchewan. The order is targeted to be lifted in late October, at which time a foolproof vaccination or negative test requirement 
will have been implemented for about three to four weeks since October the 1st, when it will be implemented. This order will not apply. The masking order will not apply to youth athletics for those under the age of 18 while they are actively engaged in the, that athletic activity. But it will apply for entry and exit to those venues uh, that are hosting youth athletics, as well as to spectators who may be watching. As I stated, Saskatchewan will also be introducing a proof of vaccination or a proof of negative test requirement. And that starts with employees of your provincial government. Effective October the 1st, a proof of vaccination or negative test requirement will be implemented for all Government of Saskatchewan Ministry, Crown and Agency employees. Employees of all Government of Saskatchewan Ministries, our Crown Utilities and our agencies will be required to be fully vaccinated with the COVID-19 vaccine by October the 1st. Employees that do not provide that proof of vaccination will be required to provide a proof of a negative test result on a consistent basis and the full details of that will be communicated to these employees in the coming days. The Government of Saskatchewan is also encouraging other employers across the province, including our school divisions, to implement a similar proof of vaccination or negative test policy for employees in their workplaces. Having your workforce fully vaccinated is one of the best things that you can do to protect yourself, to protect your customers, and to keep your doors open. Also effective on October the 1st, Saskatchewan will be introducing a provincial requirement for proof of vaccination or negative test for public access to a list of establishments, businesses, and venues. Specifically, this will include venues that bring groups of people together in public, indoor, in public spaces, including indoor dining at restaurants, nightclubs, bars, taverns, uh, events as like uh, entertainment venues such as conference centers, casinos, movie theaters, concert venues, live music venues, museums and facilities that host ticketed sporting events. As well, uh, we will include indoor fitness centers and gyms. Proof of vaccination will not be required for several publicly, uh, publicly accessible places such as retail businesses including our grocery stores, places of worship, fast food restaurants that offer takeout and delivery, healthcare services that people would require, professional services that people also require, as well as personal services. And it will not, uh, not apply, the proof of vaccination policy will not apply to facilities that are hosting non-ticketed amateur sports, including youth athletics, as well as recreational leagues. Also on the list of not requiring a proof of vaccination will be hotels and other lodging environments, places of businesses or business meetings that are closed to the general public unless where the employer may so require. This requirement will also not apply to private gatherings that are held in public indoor venues and examples of that would be weddings or funerals. For the past several weeks, work has been underway on Saskatchewan's Verifiable Vaccination Record, or our QR code, which will be launched the week of September the 20th. Details including the instructional materials on how to download and utilize uh, this platform will be shared by the Ministry of Health prior to the launch on, of this uh, Verifiable Vaccination Record, or otherwise known as a QR code. 
And while we encourage all Saskatchewan residents to download this easy-to-use verifiable code, um, other allowable proof of vaccinations will also include the following. The card that was given to you or to individuals when you received your vaccine that was handwritten with the vaccines on, along with a printed or a screenshot of your eHealth MySask vaccination record. For residents who choose not to get vaccinated, it won't be as convenient as, as flashing a QR code because you will not have one to access these services and activities. Uh, the protocols that will, be, will be in place regarding um, the proof of negative test requirements are currently under development. And for those residents to opting to provide uh, that proof of a negative COVID-19 test, we'll have information in the next number of days on, on uh, what exactly that will look like. This will include the required provision of documentation demonstrating proof of a negative COVID-19 PCR or rapid antigen test that will be provided by a certified healthcare provider, including private providers of the COVID-19 tests. Today we're also announcing that the Government of Saskatchewan will be working immediately to expand widespread access to rapid antigen tests for home-based self-administration screening to expand our testing capacity in the province. Widespread access to these tests will provide residents with, a screening, with screening tools as Saskatchewan is experiencing increased rates of COVID-19. The idea that any resident or family will be able to easily obtain these rapid tests for personal use, uh, this is the goal, that is that families will be able to easily obtain these rapid tests for personal use so that they can screen themselves and their loved ones or family members for COVID-19. The Ministry of SAS Builds and Procurement alongside, with the, alongside the Ministry of Health is working on a plan to distribute these to several locations uh, throughout uh, the province uh, with our partner agencies. And these locations as well will be published in the coming days. It's also important for us to note that the recommendation to seek PCR testing throughout, through the Saskatchewan Health Authority and the stay at home at the first sign of any symptoms uh, effort will continue. If you have any symptoms, you should stay at home, and you most certainly uh, should go out and get tested. I'll end, uh, I'll end today on a, on a rather blunt note. For the past several months, our government has been among the most patient in terms of providing our residents with the, the opportunity and the access uh, to vaccines, uh, thereby providing that opportunity to do the right thing, to go out and get vaccinated. We've made vaccines available at mass vaccination clinics. We've made them available at pharmacies. We've made vaccines available at pop-up clinics where people live, work, and, and play throughout the province. Um, in the early days and throughout, we designated 14% of, of our total tests and our total vaccines to, uh, to Indigenous services and to our northern communities uh, in our rural and remote and, and northern locations across uh, Saskatchewan. We've even gone door-to-door -door in some of our northern communities offering testing and offering vaccines in numerous communities uh, to those households that may not be vaccinated. We have remained patient as a government and we have exhausted all of these avenues because we know how effective vaccines can be when people choose to take one. But today that patience has come to an end. If you are unvaccinated and living in Saskatchewan, it's now time to get your shot. The vast majority of Saskatchewan people that have done the right thing, quite frankly, they are tired of those that have chose not to. And that is what is now driving the fourth wave in this province. 
And our province is not going to wait for you as we continue to move forward. The NDP opposition reacting to that announcement yesterday afternoon. Leader Ryan Miley. Saskatchewan people have been through a tremendous amount of stress and trauma in the last 20 months. Saskatchewan is now in a devastating fourth wave. Hundreds of lives have been needlessly lost. Thousands more have been sick and their lives and work disrupted. Today we have the lowest vaccination rates in the country, the highest hospitalization and death rates, and our hospitals are on the brink of disaster. Today, Chief Medical Officer Susan Shaw emailed staff saying that they're having to institute ethical triage, which means exactly what you think it means. Doctors having to make the choice between who will get care and who won't, between who will live and who will die. It should never have come to this. We're doing the worst, and our Premier is the last to act and is still doing the least in the country. And we all want this to be over. But in July, Scott Moe took that too far by pretending it already was. He gave up on the fight against COVID-19 and took the rest of the summer off. For the last two months, he's ignored the modeling from his own ministry, ignored the increasingly desperate calls for action from so many voices, not just us in opposition, he ignored the people he should be protecting. The regular folks across this province, the teachers, the doctors, the ER nurses, ignored the pandemic chiefs, the medical health officers, he even ignored Dr. Shahab when three weeks ago he called for the very measures that were only enacted today. He ignored all the signs, refusing to act until the health system was almost at collapse, refusing to act until Jason Kenney had acted first. This is not leadership. This is a premier who will do anything he can to avoid taking responsibility, who only does the right thing when his hand is forced. Today, this government announced some long overdue measures. It is absolutely appropriate to return to indoor masking, to require vaccines in appropriate places. We've been calling for these actions for weeks. But to describe this as too little, too late, is a massive understatement. So much of the damage is already done. Scott Moe has allowed us to reach a state of dire emergency because he was too proud to change course. He has once again put his politics ahead of the lives of Saskatchewan people. Scott Moe chose to put politics ahead of people's lives and too many will be lost as a result. And what does he call this? Scott Moe calls this patience. This isn't patience. This is being passive. This isn't patience. This is reckless endangerment of the lives of Saskatchewan people. Andy Peter Ryan Miley in his reaction to Premier Scott Moe's announcements yesterday. There are 439 new cases of COVID-19 on the books as of yesterday. Uh, seven more in the South Central Zone. Uh, 28 more in Regina. 124 in Saskatoon. 4,064 cases considered active province-wide. 81 of those cases are here in the South Central Zone. 218 people are in hospitals, including 170 in inpatient care, and 48 people struggling in intensive care units. In a message sent to local doctors on Thursday and uh, acquired by Discover Moose Jaw, physicians are being asked to try and avoid canceling surgeries, even though they're running out of beds. It's the new, new normal. Again, all the details on these stories are on discovermoosejaw.com today. Well, 
Hockey season is upon us. Triple A Warriors, by the way, are at home tonight at Mosaic Place. Uh, you got to wear a mask to Mosaic Place. The city of Moose Jaw uh, issuing uh, that news um, just today. I'll have more on that uh, coming up. I've got it here somewhere. Uh, so masks will be here. It is masks are mandatory now. Um, effective today, mandatory masking at City Hall, Kinsman Sportsplex, Yara Center, Mosaic Place, and the Moose Jaw Ford Curling Center, Moose Jaw Transit, the Public Library, and the Moose Jaw Museum and Art Gallery. Adults participating in indoor physical activity, except for swimming, will need to remain masked. Okay, so if you're going to the AAA game tonight, uh, you've got to wear a mask. Uh, that's at Mosaic Place tonight. And Moose Jaw Minor Hockey is up and running, too. And as you heard the Premier say, uh, the masking mandate will not impact kids who are actively participating in sport uh, when they're on the ice or on the fields. They don't have to wear a mask. Uh, and that's good news for the Moose Jaw Minor Hockey Association. Of course, last season, uh, the kids hardly played at all. They didn't play any games. They just kind of practiced and, and scrimmaged with a limited number of kids uh, able to be on the ice at one time. So uh, the uh, Boostown Minor Hockey Association looking forward to uh, hockey season. We'll check in with uh, the president of the Moose Jaw Minor Hockey Association, Chris Flanagan, when we come back on the Heartland at noon. My crops were damaged this growing season. Am I covered? Glad you asked. Crop insurance covers both yield and quality losses. Coverage is available if you decide not to harvest your insured crops or put them to an alternate use. Contact your local SCIC office to register a pre-harvest inspection or post-harvest claim. Visit scic.ca to learn more about crop insurance coverage. SCIC, here at every turn. It's all in support of Riverside Mission here in Moose Jaw, a fundraising barbecue happening right now at Canadian Tire, thanks to our friends at Quality Inn and Suites here in Moose Jaw. And you can come be part of it. Every cent raised here today will support Riverside Mission. And uh, along with your donation, uh, not only are you going to have some delicious lunch, but also have a chance to win some great prizes like gift cards from Cascade 2 and the Crushed Can, a Pit Boss Pellet Grill from Canadian Tire. Uh, it is absolutely fantastic we have rachel from riverside mission here what do these fundraisers what do events like this mean for for you guys at the mission well these kind of things get our name out in the community and it also raises money for us for the things that we need at riverside and it's just really nice to see people in the community partnering with us to uh, do these things because we obviously as a not-for-profit we don't have a lot of staff, so when others step up to do fundraisers, that just makes it easier for us, but also just really helps us. So, yeah, we're very thankful for fundraisers like this. The barbecue is on till 1 o'clock today here at Canadian Tire. Again, thanks to our friends at Quality Inn and Suites. Come stop by, have some lunch, have a chance to win some prizes, and support Riverside Mission. In uncertain times, it helps to have something you can count on. For 25 years now, the Cargill Specialty Canola Program has been providing canola farmers with both peace of mind and an improved bottom line. Our simple five-step program guarantees your end-use market, helping you earn more, aim higher than commodity canola. Set your sights on victory with the Cargill Specialty Canola Program. Contact your local Cargill or select independent retailer or visit victorycanola.com. When you're a farmer, you've learned to take the good with the bad because you've seen it all and your roots are deep. Daddy, I want- 
calling me a farmer just like you. Farming is about a sense of pride in an honest day's work, careful planning, and growing for the future. Moose Jaw Co-op is on your team. Early mornings, late nights. Safely getting harvest completed with agro and fuel locations in Avonlea and Moose Jaw. We are growers. We are farmers. We are Moose Jaw Co-op. Be part of something bigger. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. After a season that was limited by COVID-19 restrictions last year, Moose Jaw Minor Hockey, eager to get the year started and get the kids back on the ice. Our Nick Myers has more. I have uh, Chris Flanagan, president of Moose Jaw Minor Hockey on the line. Chris, how you doing? I am great, Nick. How are you? I'm well. You guys uh, getting geared up. Uh, for the uh, the upcoming minor hockey season, how's everything coming together? Uh, it's full steam ahead. Uh, we're busy right now. We uh, we're just starting with our tier evaluations, and then we roll right into our house evaluations. Uh, no 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 days off these days. Um, <laughs> we're we're a year behind, um, so we are we're playing catch up as quick as we can. Yeah, I can imagine uh, pretty uh, pretty busy right now. If people still want to get their kids uh, maybe signed up for hockey, uh, can they still do that? Oh, for sure. Yeah, we're accepting registrations literally up to the day of and even after. You know, it's at the end of the day, uh, we just want kids to play hockey, and um, you know, we'll work with families the best we can regarding payment plans, that sort of thing. Or if they need more time to decide, we'll never turn a kid away. So we'll accept registrations every day all day long fantastic and uh as as we kind of head into this season is there anything uh out of the ordinary is anything going to look different this year uh, i know last year you know obviously uh, the hockey season looked a lot different because of covid so what what do things look like heading into this season you know it's going to look normal um you know i think we're we're heading in the right direction right now obviously there's still Still concerns out there in this world for sure with COVID, but um, it's going to it's going to look more normal this year than last normal. You know, uh, there's no uh, restrictions in place right now from Hockey Sask. It's masking in the uh, facilities, that sort of thing, and we'll be by those rules. But from a minor hockey standpoint, it, it's a it's a normal year. It's like any other, like two years ago. And uh, we're we're excited about it, and I hope everybody else is. So uh, fill the ranks. We're pumped. Absolutely. It'll be full steam ahead for the kids. They're going to be excited to get back on the ice. Uh, So uh, we appreciate you uh, taking time to chat with us about it all, Chris. You bet, Nick. I'm excited to see the kids walk in, especially when they hit the ice there. And uh, I think these kids kids deserve it to get back and playing games. And uh, it makes me excited as a president of Winter Hockey and obviously as a parent of three boys in hockey. So uh thanks for having me on nick i appreciate it awesome looking forward to hockey season certainly uh and again with the masking mandate of course uh everybody will have to uh, wear masks if you're going to watch the kids play and uh, the kids will have to wear the mask when they get into the rink but once they're on the ice they don't have to wear the mask right okay we're going to take a time out and we'll be back moose Jaw's crystal meth strategy committee continues uh to work diligently in fact they've got a, a lunch and learn coming up next week that uh, local people impacted by crystal meth should know about we'll uh, talk to mary lee booth when we come back on the heartland at noon 800 chab connecting the community
Hi, this is Gail Hoffis from the Army and Navy Air Force Veterans Club. We are having music trivia bingo on Friday, September 24th at 7 p.m. Price is only $5. For more information, call us at 306-692-4412 or 306-681-5998. And always, non-members are welcome. Connecting the community. Brought to you by Moose Jaw Pharmasave. Serving Moose Jaw and area since 1916. Live well with Pharmasave. Moose Jaw Truck Shop, your number one diesel truck repair experts. Visit Moose Jaw Truck Shop on Facebook for more information. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. Attention malt barley growers. Prairie Malt and Bigger is offering competitive bids on 2021 Copeland, Metcalf, Synergy, Connect, Fraser, and Bow varieties. Aggressive bids and nearby movement is available for malt barley into Bigger, Saskatchewan. Contact Prairie Malt today for details and pricing. 1-306-948-3500. 1-306-948-3500. Prairie Malt in Bigger. Discover Moose Jaw weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com. A mix of sun and cloud this afternoon. Winds gusting to 50 kilometers an hour and a high of 19. Tonight, partly cloudy. Winds gusting to 40 kilometers an hour and a low of 10. Saturday, mainly sunny. Winds gusting to 50 kilometers an hour and a high of 31. Sunday, mix of sun and cloud, a high of 20. A mix of sun and cloud on Monday, a high of 17. And Tuesday, sunny and a high of 20. There will be a pop-up vaccine clinic tomorrow at Crescent Park during the farmer's market where you can get your shot and browse during your post-immunization wait. The available shots will be Pfizer and Moderna. The farmer's market will be open from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. For all your news and weather anytime, click on discovermooshot.com or the Mooshaw Live app. I'm Sean Slap. There's a lot of thank yous to give out as part of this fantastic fundraiser. A big barbecue happening right now at Canadian Tire till 1 o'clock in support of Riverside Mission. And put on all by our friends at Quality Inn and Suites here in Moose Jaw. Thank them so much for doing this. And a lot of other businesses helped out as well. Maple Leaf Bakery donated all the buns for this barbecue today. Hub Meats donated all the hot dogs and hamburgers. Uh, The Crushed Can and Cascade 2 donated gift cards as prizes. Uh, Canadian Tire also donated a a grill that they're giving away as a prize here as well. And you can enter to win those with your donation at this incredible barbecue. All in support of Riverside Mission, which is a part of Souls harbor and we have joe from souls harbor here joe what do fundraisers like this mean for you guys well if the fundraisers are huge i mean it, it helps us to to uh to, to raise the money that we need to run the programs and the services that we have and if we didn't have those things then uh, we'd be hard-pressed to be able to do what we do. The barbecue is on till 1 o'clock today here at Canadian Tire. Again, thanks to our friends at Quality Inn and Suites. Come stop by, have some lunch, have a chance to win some prizes, and support Riverside Mission. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. So yesterday I'm in the backyard. I'm thinking it's going to freeze today. I just know it. Then a frost advisory was issued uh, later. So I got a little bit of lettuce, a little bit of Swiss chard, uh, some basil, and a handful of tomatoes. So I I pick them, I wash them, put them in the basket, and prop them up against the the fence in the sun, let the wind dry them off. Forgot all about it, right? 
went inside, had a little dinner, went to sleep, and right at midnight, I don't know why, it was right, it was exactly midnight, and bing, I woke up and went, the lettuce and tomatoes are outside. Oh, no. Look at my phone. It's plus one. Oh, my goodness. I ran outside and I grabbed it and brought it in. It's all okay. Crisp and cool and ready for salad later today. Uh, and I posted the photo of uh, what was left of my little garden on the CHAB Facebook page and asked you to show us your goods. Uh, Deborah Hunt took a picture of her tomatoes and said it's already spaghetti sauce. Uh, Robin Mitchell took a nice photo of her uh, nice Roma tomatoes. They look delicious. And uh, then Deborah Hunt later uh, showed us all the jars of spaghetti sauce she made with her tomatoes. So uh, thanks very much for sharing your photos on the 800 CHAB Facebook page. The Crystal Meth Strategy Committee uh, and Moose Jaw hard at work. Uh, crystal meth addiction is a problem in our community. It doesn't take long for people, and in many cases, some really good people, friends and neighbors, to get hooked on this stuff. Crystal meth is to blame for a lot of the theft, a lot of the petty crime that's happening in our community. The local Crystal Meth Strategy Committee is working towards solutions. A number of community partners, in cooperation with the Moose Jaw Police Service, active currently helping people and educating all of us with the challenges we're facing. Our Catherine Ludwig has more with the committee's Mary Lee Booth talking about their next event, a lunch and learn coming up next week. Can you tell me where and when the lunch and learn is going to be, or is it virtual? Yeah, it's it's through Zoom, and it uh, it is September twenty third during the noon hour, so from twelve to one, and. Um, People do need to register, so they can email Della at jonesparkview.com or text 306-630-6121. This Lunch and Learn, um, we are doing, um, it's sponsored by Square One Community Incorporated, and Square One does monthly Lunch and Learns. It's one of the series that they have. So they, they host these Lunch and Learns to raise awareness, break stigma, and educate the community on crucial conversations. So this month, the uh, Lunch and Learn, which is free, is on supporting family members of individuals affected by crystal meth. But it features two people. One is a a mother of a young woman who started using uh, crystal meth when she was 16 but is now in recovery. And it also features... Um, a person who works at Saskatchewan Health Authority, Mental Health and Addiction Services. So she's also going to talk about um, some um, helpful hints for people who who have loved ones who are using math. But uh, she's also going to be talking about what resources are available. Because there's two questions that family members have posed to us. One is, what do I do? And then the other question is, where do I go for support? And and so, um, you know, hopefully we'll answer uh, those two questions during the Lunch and Learn. And do you know of any um, resources off the top of your head right now where people can go and get help? Well, uh, Mental Health and Addiction Services in Moose Jaw. So uh, people would, would need to call their intake department, um, and the number is 306. 306- Six nine one six four six four. They have a fairly new program. They're called Matrix, and part of the Matrix program is a family um, education piece uh, because family members are really crucial in the re- recovery um, 
of their their loved ones in the in the crystal meth journey and um so family members do need like information about the substance how it affects the brain and how it changes you know brain chemistry um but they also need support in you know what they can do that's helpful to support their loved one through through recovery so uh that resource uh terry will talk more about during the lunch and learn Alrighty, so what is the goal that you're hoping to achieve with this event? Are you just reaching out to parents? Are you reaching out to students or all of the above? Well, if anybody, if it's of interest to anybody who knows somebody, it may not be a blood family member, but it may be, you know, an acquaintance, a friend, um, a business associate, um, it really raises awareness. But the other thing that it does, I think it really does break um, stigma because people that become addicted to substance, you know, like crystal meth what we're talking about, um, I think that they get a bad rap. And so, you know, crystal meth is a, uh, it does not discriminate. So surprisingly, we, you know, as I've been in this project, we're learning more and more about you know, crystal meth affects people of all ages, all genders, all um, socioeconomic status. It does not discriminate. So it could be anybody. And the unfortunate thing about crystal meth is sometimes people will experiment with it, and then it's just such an addictive, powerful substance that um, then they become quickly addicted. Um, So, you know, one of the most surprising thing to me is that most recently like through our social media we have contact with people that reach out to us and you know i've learned of somebody it's a middle-aged woman whose mother who would be like my age in her 60s who is addicted to crystal meth so you know that was surprising to me so it 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 really like i said affects all ages all all socioeconomic status we kind of think of um you know, like a lot of people will talk about, oh, there's bikes going missing and there's, you know, people giving our pop cans from our yards. And it, 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 it's not just the people that are um, doing that. It, it's people from all economic status. And so, you know, there is a stigma attached, especially to crystal meth, and we want to raise awareness and, and, and build some um, compassion and understanding that it, it crystal meth does change brain chemistry and it makes people do and um, say things and believe things that that they wouldn't otherwise do Um, and it it could be it could hit anybody so you know part of this is also just like I said um, breaking stigma raising awareness we actually are in the process of of filming another video so um, I don't know if you're aware but we did launch a locally filmed um, documentary in partnership with Shaw Spotlight, we filmed um, Stop Messing Around, and that was a 71-minute documentary that was launched in June. And that featured a couple of people who talk about their crystal meth journeys and the recovery, and also featured you know, some people from our local police services and um, mental health and addiction services. So anyways, this next video is... Um, it's called Stop Messing Around, a Family Affair, and we are going to be filming that in October. We'll plan to launch it during Addictions Awareness Week in November, like November 22nd week, and it will be um, like this Lunch and Learn. Um, it is uh, it'll be a conversation with somebody who's 
family member was affected by crystal meth. Um, again, somebody from mental health addictions who's going to be kind of talking about things, hints, um, things to think about and resources available. And um, we'll also feature our um, PAC team, and that's the police and crisis team from, um, you know, police services here uh, because they get deployed to um, many different kind of crises that might involve um, somebody affected by crystal meth. So they, they provide, um, you know, kind of crisis support to family members. So that's coming up. Well, we are currently providing or offering to do free presentations for groups of parents. And the one that we're um, kind of marketing right now is how to talk to kids about drugs. And so it's, it's really about talking to your preteen or teen. What we know is that um, teens that hear that information um, and have these discussions with their parents are 50% less likely to use drugs harmfully. And so, you know, parents really are important. They are the most important role model. They're their most important influence for their own children. So we want to be able to, you know, um, have those discussions so that parents will feel comfortable having the discussions with their kids. And it's, it's also about, um, you know, active listening and about, um, um, you know, difficult relationships. Um, you know, kids, teenagers are moving toward autonomy and they are wanting to be independent. But at the same time, you know, it's still important to have some boundaries in place. So those are some of the conversations that we would have during that particular session. Mary Lee Booth on the Heartland at Noon. She is a big part of the local Crystal Meth Strategy Committee. If you'd like to learn more uh, about what they're doing and about that Lunch and Learn, which you can attend virtually next week, you just got to register. Just go to the Moose Jaw Crystal Meth Strategy Committee Facebook page, and all the information is right there. Facebook Friday on the Daily Commentary. A little fun to wrap up the week. Next. Welcome back to your audiobook, Tough Talks, Your In-Laws and Their Blackleg. Page 67. Don't bring it up. They have black leg and you don't. When your neighbor has club root, the first thing one should always... So, there's a better way to get your answers. With the Brett Young TruFlex Canola Portfolio. Increased yield potential combined with Defender-rated protection against club root, black leg, and pod shatter. The answers are right there in the seed. Learn more. BrettYoung.ca slash TruFlex. The Farm Stress Line is run by people who know farming is full of uncertainties. And that uncertainty causes stress. When it starts to get to you, it's important to deal with it as quickly as possible. If you're having trouble sleeping, feeling depressed, anxious, or having suicidal thoughts, call the Farm Stress Line, free and confidential, and well worth the call. 1-800-667-4242. It's all about the funnies on Facebook Friday. I find the best of the week and share them with you. This aging friend of mine says, I just saw on the news they're suggesting people should check in on the elderly. Well, I'm usually up by 6 or 6.30. Bring donuts. This woman shares, I've been nagging my husband for over 25 years. Should I not get an award for that kind of stamina? This buddy of mine says, My hobbies include eating and also thinking about the next time I will be eating. On a related note, this one, I hate it when I gain 10 pounds for a roll and then realize I'm not an actor. 
This guy says, I'm having tuna sandwiches for lunch, or as I call them, the sloppy joes of the sea. I like this one. You know you're grown up when you actually pick up the ice cube instead of kicking it under the fridge. And one more. I've written a book about sandpaper. It's a work of friction. I'm Rob Kearney.